Hey, I know it's been a while. Um, can't necessarily say that I've done jack shit throughout this time, but uh, there was some drama, the <laughs> drama llama with this stuff. Uh, basically, um, like I had to send some stuff. Let's put it this way: I had to send some stuff. So one post was for. Uh, Russia, the other one is for neighboring country. And the um, thing is, <laughs> the lady uh, who had to send it to the next country over, and there was like a whole ordeal on how she wanted the parcel to be sent basically like the next day with delivery the next day. And I was like, that's quite impossible because she contacted me on Saturday. And she wanted it delivered on Sunday. And I'm like, no bueno. <laughs> it's not going to work out. Because uh, courier services did not work the same in Baltics. And um, basically she was like, yeah, but it's still possible to get it there. I was like, it's possible to get to you if you just literally like drive over here, grab it, and then just piss off back. And she was like, no, 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 there's like other possible stuff to, you know, like to get it here. And I was like, no, <laughs> like m maybe I know better. Um, but yeah, she was like all over the place. Then we kind of negotiated. Um, there was like also the payment issues where she apparently thought that uh, the shipping is free. And I was like, what? Like, you paid for the item, okay, but, like, the shipping, bro, like, you paid too, like, who in a company, like, I'm not freaking posh and, and rich yet, to the point of just sending stuff for free, yo, like, that's a bit diminishing, um, just sad in general, uh, but, like, she was so freaking she was such a fucking nutcase like i cannot even i can't even manage to <laughs> explain it properly so throughout a week she was doing my head in with like oh she paid for the item but not the shipping and it took her like a week freaking five days to six days to pay for the shipping uh, and that was after i um sent the item so also the shipping like she was insisting that the shipping should be not more than like five six euros and i was like uh darling that's bullshit <laughs> like even with the uh, like these post boxes deliveries like from post box to post box it's still gonna you know go like be at least like freaking 10 euros and she was like no but you can get it like for eight and i was like <sighs> anyway, I sent her the receipts with all of that, stating that it's been a 10 euro kind of sending um, and all that. And from then on, the new level of crazy began because she was messaging me then um, almost every day saying that the parcel is ready for pickup. And I'm like, it's not like... And she was doing my head in so much, I had to call, like, on Friday to, like, the courier office and ask them about the parcel, like, you know, in general, kind of, like, where is it? And, like, 
is the details there and will she receive the you know the text message when the parcel will going to be able like ready for pickup and everything and they said like yeah yeah like it's all good and they told me that like next day monday most likely it's going to arrive and that's what i've been telling her from friday previous week and because she a dumb cunt <laughs> She was on my case every fucking day from early morning trying to call me up and like texting me, can you please, for the love of God, just give me the number for me to pick up this freaking parcel. I'm like, what number? And she's like, the number on receipt states that it's your number. And I was like, yeah, because it requested the number of the sender. That's why my number is there. And like your number is within the system. And I gave you freaking screenshots and shit. Like your information is there. Like you're the ones to who'll pick it up and you will receive text messages when it's gonna arrive. And she's sending me like screenshots of like other shit with uh like parcels ready for delivery. I was like, it's not. And then she got to me to the point of me on um Sunday typing in the uh, parcel number into the system and checking the right location of the freaking parcel which was still in the capital city of like the <laughs> the country where i'm at and i'm like basically honey if you want to pick it up right now you can go to riga and fetch it from the office like and she's like no it's here and i'm like what the fuck in your head bro but then like even though she was doing my head in and writing to me with this kind of like, you know, overly emotional lady on her, I don't know which level of freaking crazy um, in the day, basically. <laughs> I don't know what crack she was using, but Jesus. Um, and she was just like overly emotional and just like pleading with me, kind of like, give me the number. And I was like, I don't have it. Give me the parcel. It's gonna arrive. Have patience, Panda. Like, you know, patience. And she was all over the place. And then eventually, thank fucking God, on Monday uh, this week, <laughs> the parcel arrived. And they were, like, she and her sister were overjoyed with everything in the parcel because, like, I added some, like, freebie stuff because the person had a birthday and all that. So it was nicely packed and everything else. And they were like, oh, it was so much better than expected. It just like overdid all our expectations, yada da, and like we're so happy and everything. And then she admits that she was putting in the wrong tracking number into the system. And it's her fault. And I'm like, why? Why would you not check the fucking number twice and just do my head in? Like, because why you know like checking it right like why are you being so mm? uh but instead of saying that to her i just told her like well gladly the parcel arrived so all the killed nervous you know system later you got what you wanted so she's like oh thank you so much thank you so much and like i gave her some information about like the item that she got so that she'd know a bit more about it and in general she was really happy but that whole ordeal like the whole of it throughout the week of me dealing with this woman i was like 
that's not the level of Karen. That's level of Jessica. Like, you know, a person that does not understand like logical reasoning and is thinking with emotions. And like, I understood that I don't deal with emotions. <laughs> I understand it, sure. But the only way to appeal to me is through logic. So like, if I have given you all the information you need to know about your fucking parcel, and if I told you exactly what it is and exactly what I'm doing and like, you know, the pricing range and even like send the websites where you can check the pricing and everything else and it's the right prices listed in there. Why on earth do you think that I'll be bothered in any fucking way wasting my time seeking for the other delivery options so that you would pay less? If you want to pay less for your delivery, seek for the options yourself. Because, like, no. Like, even I, when I buy something online, I, like, freaking pay the full price of the shipping. Because, like, why the fuck not? And um, I'm just, like, you know, I do, I do the be patient panda. Just, like, wait for it. It's going to be there. So, what's, what's the fucking problem? Uh, but apparently for her, it was a, a whole ordeal. Because she wanted the parcel as fast as you could get. But then, on the other hand, she doesn't want to pay as fast as you can get. Because if she would pay for the uh, delivery that she wanted, and she would have to pay at least uh, 30, 20, 30 euros for the whole thing. And she barely managed to, to, to kind of like pay the 10. And I'm like... <sighs> It's like, don't try to be crazy posh when you're not. Be realistic. <laughs> Common sense, bro. Common sense. Um, Jeez. That woman. Anyway. Um, also, lately, I have... Yeah, I'll honestly tell I have been procrastinating a fuck ton. I have not done jack shit. <laughs> like, everything you think I should be doing, I was not doing anything. Um, maximum effort of what I've done is meet my dad last week because he arrived here um, like in the country for a couple of weeks and he came over to my town for a day uh, to kind of chill with us <laughs> and I spent like six hours with him like you know outside and talking and all that like walking, talking, sitting, drinking coffee, like, you know, contemplating life. And so it was kind of nice to hear that, oh, in case you want to get back to London, there's options. And in case you want to do anything, there's like, you know, we can help. And like, there's place to stay and yada da. And I'm like, sure. <laughs> but then he just like simultaneously tells me the whole story of like, how he's staying and like in the house they're renting and how the you know the rent payments are going and how's like the dynamics in the house are going and I'm like uh-huh like I I know I'm not in the greatest you know um uh, like situation maybe but that sounds worse <laughs> like full-blown honesty that sounds worse um and although I understand his concern for me and everything, um, I really liked how he just said that with my ambitions, my drive and my potential, I'm wasting myself in this country. And I was like, 
I get it. Like, you will not gonna believe it, but I get it. And he was quite concerned about, like, me in general. So he was like, yeah, after all, like, what you've been through, like, like mentally to regain, like, some energy, it takes time. And I was like, any. <laughs> that's why like I'm taking my time because like I have been in survival mode for years uh and I mean like years like more than 10 or 12 or like even more than that and for me to get into this kind of like chill mode it takes time I've reached it (laughs) like not the end of it but I'm I'm nearing the the level of like how it should be how it has to be sort of and right now I'm at at the point where I'm like I'm pretty decent with patience I'm not running anywhere to do stuff I'm not like forcing myself to run to like get stuff done or like meet the expectations of others or like be on the level of what others think I have to be in And I was like, fuck it. Like, no thanks. Uh, So even now, although my uh, mom and my nan periodically do my head in with like, you gotta do work, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. Like, um, yesterday I sat with my little sister and we kind of (laughs) like, kind of like had conversation about Oh, well, she's like, she wants to go to uh, Russia, to St. Petersburg, and to the theatric university uh, to be an actor, sort of. Dancer, actor, all of that. And um, I said, like, well, I'd like to go to kind of like a university and study a language. And she's like, where to? And I'm like, Asia. So uh, we kind of like sat here for a moment and mulled over like the things in case, like, I go and do exactly as, like, you know, my parents here are saying, which is get a job, work your butt off, earn something, save up, and then go. Uh, thing is, the like, the most plausible job I found here is um, position of, like, therapist slash psychologist uh, for social services. And that job only gets you, like, 700 euros a month. And then... Me and my sister, we kind of like broke down like the mathematics. And I said like, okay, so you got 700, yeah? Then how much is the taxes? Around 20%. And I was like, yeah, okay. So eventually you don't get 700, you get like 500 something, yeah? And I'm like, that's what you like officially get in your bank account. I was like, then um, imagine I'm renting a place. I'm not living in a countryside where you don't have to pay excessive amounts of money. I'm actually renting like... Um, a goddamn apartment and apartments in here are no less than 250 like decent looking ones um i'm not saying like you know five star level but like that to get out the apartment that doesn't fucking break apart too much so that would be like 250 so half of what i earned is already in there <laughs> in the apartment and I'm like, okay, but that's the rent. And I was like, how about the food? It's not that I like will save all the rest of it. I'm like, the food is going to be like 150 a month somewhere there. And I was like, and how much am I left with? And she's like, barely 100. And I was like, yeah, barely 100. Now, 
<laughs> your big sister is also vaping. So imagine how much like that is going there and like being like left with around 50 euros at the, at the end of the month saved. I'm like, how much will it take me? How many years will it take me to save like the right amount of money uh, to pay for tuition fee in like another country, which is uh, five and a half thousand? And she's like, a lot. And I'm like, yeah. And that's excluding like, the living expenses and the food. And I'm like, altogether, if I go and study for um, a whole different country for a year, I'll need at least 20 grand. And I'm looking at her and she's like, that's a lot of money. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, imagine saving up with what we've got here. She's like, that's not really possible. I was like, yeah, I'll turn fucking 40 by the time I save up anything. And she's like, that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So then we kind of like spoke about like other stuff with education and whatnot, because she's still, um, she finished year seven and she's going to be like in year eight now. And she has her concerns because uh, she she'll supposedly will finish the school at like year eleven, because apparently now schools decided to like cut year twelve altogether, and I'm like that's ridiculous. But hey, that's how they work. Also, they decided to cut off uh, Russian language from schools, also from like you know learning program, and I'm like that's gonna be troublesome. Because if my sister wants to go abroad uh, to Russia to study like theatrics, um, she needs to like you know pass the YGE, which is kind of like uh, a national level of uh, testing, and in that test she needs to pass forty five percent for both Russian literature and la uh, Russian language, and. In here, if they cut off the language, like the Russian language studies altogether, she I, I have no fucking clue how she will try and manage to pass that exam in Russia somehow for her to get there. And I'm like, that's gonna be hard, babe. Like, <laughs> you ain't gonna believe it, but that's gonna be hard. And um, yeah, basically told her that most likely she'll have to like use... Um, tutors and uh, like online examinations with like Russian embassy or something and to get her like language uh, papers sorted so that's that kind of like mulled over that a bit then we sat there for a moment and I was like oh like in case you need any help with like you know submitting your paperwork there's like you know your cousins in Russia that already are working for the film industry and they can, you know, help you out with that maybe. And there's also me who knows like some cool people in like <laughs> Russian embassies and like um, CEOs of uh, NGOs across like Baltics that deal with like Russian cultural stuff. So they can draw up some paperwork to kind of like boost your, you know, acceptance levels. And that got me thinking, like, hell, I actually, like, over the years, I sp I've spoken to so many people, that's ridiculous. It's kind of like anything from CEOs to business owners to um, very epic, like, uh, developers and tech people and 
politicians, people from municipalities that are like across like different different <laughs> parts of Europe. I have been to like great projects. I've spoken to amazing like yeah, amount of like amazing human beings I met is just beyond. And I got to be acquaintance with some, I got to be friends with some. Uh, but then I sat there and thought like, hey, yeah, but <laughs> when I tried to do some um, crowdfunding projects, it all fucking flopped. Uh, as like, I'm like, I'm not going to say shit, but I'm not really good at financial forecast planning. And when I had like ideas for these startups, at the beginning, I had a few people with me that were like, yeah, we're doing it. But then when it came to paperwork, they, these human beings just dumped it all on me. Kind of like, do it by yourself. And I was like, I need help. <laughs> and this help was not really like reciprocated much. So it all flopped, of course. So all my ideas of like startups and everything else was just poofed out. And the people around me that I had at the, at the time just like, basically that relationship did not work out. And I was like, yeah, so there's people who did help somehow, they were trying, and there's people who didn't really give a fuck, they just like liked the idea of this thing to just work out on itself, on its own, sort of, <laughs> with me just ripping my bum to shreds to kind of like make it happen. Um, and I was thinking like, oh yeah, I did kind of position myself to be looking like a tough ass, like magical freaking unicorn that makes things happen. But simultaneously, I was like, yeah, no, <laughs> I couldn't pull it. Like I took, I had too much to bite and I couldn't freaking deal with it. And then I dropped it because like, it's just, it's too heavy for one person to deal with it. And then I just was like, fuck it. So when I had years later, some people freaking nagging and bitching about, oh, there were promises about these and these stuff, nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened because like if a person receives no help in making a thing happen, nothing will. And that kind of like got me to kind of like a point which my dad made when he arrived and we spoke is that... um he told me that I need to go somewhere where my talents and my works can be um, kind of like not admired but appreciated where people see the value of my work and I was like yeah dad cool thought thing is <laughs> even if I go back to London do you think like I'll just waltz in to London and people are gonna be like oh yeah we want your writing we want your shit I don't think so like, there's plenty of writers there. There's kind of, like, a lot of things going on there. And just me showing up and just shoving my book into their faces is not going to work out. I don't think so. So, I also told them, like, my kind of, like, the way I write is more inspired by Asian writers. Like, the way I go about it. And, like, it has close to nothing <laughs> in similarities with, like, how, like, European literature is mainly made. And, like, my level of gruesome is a bit, um, like, it's different. And, um, yeah, he was kind of like, yeah, but you'll make it somewhere. Like, 
freaking <laughs> kick me off to some freaking I don't know Indonesia or like South Korea or Japan like I'll make it there coffee why am I the fuck drinking coffee because it's blooming nine in the morning and I've been awake since seven the question <laughs> begs the question why the fuck am I awake at seven in the morning um thing is there's crowds there's a murder of crowds every morning at around like 6 30 to 7 in the morning they walk on the roof of of the house and they chill around this house a lot and because the roof is metallic I can hear everything and because like I'm on the second floor and the roof is just like above me I hear too much <laughs> those fuckers wake me the fuck up and it's not that I'm upset it's kind of like a really interesting alarm clock with the sense of like the Father Odin is waking you up bitch <laughs> sort of like that and uh, as I went down today because like you know countryside we have toilets outside we don't have toilets inside of the house so I went out to kind of like sit outside and like that <laughs> with the door that you open and it leads to the you know the prairies of wilderness so I was sitting there on the throne <laughs> and I could just see how crowds just like when I sat up like upstairs they were just like on the roof I went downstairs <laughs> the motherfuckers descended downstairs and were walking back and forth just outside the freaking the door of where I was sitting there like you know doing my business and they were just like pacing back and forth just outside the door kind of like going like are you done <laughs> that just bloody got me just 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 laughing because i'm like what what is this cctv in operation what you want <laughs> oh there's they're hilarious honestly they're hilarious especially because like me and my sister we put out some food for the stray cats that um chill around here and we got one stray cat that we named Thomas and he's like having one bad eye and uh, he's like orange cat I don't know what the <laughs> which hell he climbed out of but he's battered the fuck up it looks like he went through the war like you know some knighthood war with other cats and he's like you know he's still young but he's like he went through shit <laughs> That's what he looks like. So I leave him food outside. And I notice that this food, if the cat does not like eat his food at a certain time of the day, the blimmin' crows arrive and those fuckers leave nothing behind. And I mean, even when we put out like milk outside, even that was eaten the fuck up. I'm like, why? Why are you just what what is this like it feels like like at first when i arrived here the issue was freaking spiders everywhere just spiders spiders and moths now it's crows and cats what the hell is this it feels like kind of like a battle between freya and odin of the one who claims the premises like 
the fuck is this? And when, from like my perspective, I say this kind of like story, how I see it with the crows and the and the cats. And when I tell from this perspective and like the Norse mythology perspective to my sister, she says that I'm a crazy person. Um, nothing new, though. Nothing new. Jesus. So yeah, also in the level of crazy, she's been telling me that I'm mad because I got like uh, two, like besides like the, the genuine like um, what you call it, <laughs> I've got my ears pierced. So uh, not I knew it just it was like some time back, but you know how everybody has the, you know the genuinely like the, the the low ones piercings you know and just and i got two helixes done i think last year or the year prior to that and um for like eight months i had not worn any like the like, earrings where the helixes are and yesterday i decided to kind of like <laughs> put my helix earrings back in so um Apparently the whole ordeal was a bit too much for my sister because she was looking at it and I was like um, like cleaning up the holes again with the back of a very thick needle. And she's like, why are you using the needle? I'm like, because like I was showing her like my helix earrings. You see this thick bitch? It's going to go in my ear. And at the moment, no fitting. Um, so she was quite surprised to see me with needles poking my ears again and then she was like oh but the earrings look good i was like yeah i know that, that was the whole point um but yeah kind of like she, she was not happy to see some she, she was not happy to see some like gore level <laughs> atrocities in the house uh but i got my pierced like like the pierced bits like the four holes on two years, uh, stuffed again. Oh, that sounds wrong. <laughs> yeah, but um, they look good. And yeah, even though like my sister is still not kind of like, um, I was asking her, why don't you pierce your ears? And she's like, no, I don't wanna. She She's like, she's a lot into like being um, very natural, kind of like natural hair, no makeup hair everywhere and all that so my sister came in for a moment here to be like oh yeah i woke up i was like congrats she's like it's too early i was like i know i've been awake for for two hours now she's like why the fuck because crowds that's why <laughs> anyway <clears throat> oh, god knows me so yeah i have not been up too much Besides, like, thinking, <laughs> kind of a lot of thinking. I have been on some meds due to my kind of like light flu and heavy migraine because of the weather. Yeah, the weather fucked me up like good. <laughs> like, I had like a pack of like 50s of uh, ibuprofen and it kind of finished in like three like three weeks because it was like three or four weeks all 50 just gone 
I don't want to say I'm addicted to my painkillers, but damn. <laughs> my green be getting me bad. And uh, yeah, apparently that's concerning to my mom now and my nan. Because they're like, oh, you should go to the doctor with it. Um, thing is, I was. They didn't say anything. <laughs> they prescribed painkillers, that's what they do. And um, basically it's all because like, oh, it's, it's a lot of screen time for you maybe. Or like... Uh, you need to have more food and stuff. And I was like, I'm eating okay. Not like great, great, but I'm like eating as much as my body requires. And I'm not stuffing food in myself if I don't feel like eating. Because like, that's that's not what I'm doing. And uh, screen time, yeah, I am uh, next to my laptop most, most of the day. But I do take breaks from it. It's not like I'm... Um, like 24 7 glued to screens and I do take time off from my like PC and my my freaking phone because social media is addictive I get it but like not to the extent of like my head bursting from it sometimes it's bursting from like overload of information <laughs> but that's a, a whole lot of different story when you go there and just like check all the news media stuff that's that's like what what the fuck the world is up to and you're like oh yeah nah um kind of sad to see like a lot of wildfires in europe and across the world in general due to the heat waves and stuff but hey ecologies but like global warming is here and nobody actually gives a shit well look at that Imagine how it went when the scientists have been warning us for years, fucking decades about it. Nobody gave a fuck. Now look how many minutes to midnight we've got. Funny. Um, yeah, it's like the whole the whole thing where I sit here like an old wise maester and explain to my sister about like minutes to midnight. Uh, it was funny to do the same explanation to my mom and my nan because they never heard of the term. And I was like, oh, funny, huh? So, but then again, when I spoke about it with my cousins and like anybody my age or younger, uh, like from 20 and like to 35, they kind of seem all to understand what I'm all about. So that's nice. Oof, cousins, jeez. <laughs> like... You know how, how the growing up in post-USSR is and how the genuine, like, European slash kind of Slavic upbringing is. And, um, like, my cousin and I, being both the reps of um, LGBTQ, it's sort of funny how parents and grandparents are trying to get us, like, you gotta get a man, you gotta get married. And she's into, like, ladies, and I'm, like, ladies and gentlemen and whoever else. Um, the, the kind of, like, <laughs> the pros and cons of being bisexual. Um, and so it's it's kind of hard for us to explain why exactly we don't want a husband. Like, like or, like, relationship which is based on a dude. We're like, yeah, like, maybe back in the days the dudes were providing something for the house. Now you can just genuinely meet the opposite and like 
I had like a very lengthy conversation with both my mom and my nan because they were pressing me to find kind of like find someone in here and just stay here and no they're not happy with my decisions but um yeah they're genuinely not happy with me willing to travel abroad again and just go to some other countries that's like besides europe and i'm kind of just like not feeling europe <laughs> so they're not happy about that uh, but to me it's kind of like I have seen plenty of Slavic dudes and plenty of like European dudes and um, I don't know there's like so many guys with insecurity so many dudes that don't know what they like genuinely don't know what they want so many that are like mentally like child and like even adult men they're more like childlike and kind of like kids that need to be taken care of and looked after. Like fuck it. I've I've met even like older gentlemen, I'd say, uh, who act like spoiled brats. They they don't like. I even met one uh, like gentleman in his like freaking forties something, like towards his fifties, and we were friends. And I was asking him questions like, hey. Um, tell me have you ever been in like serious relationship and he was like yeah and i was like uh how long did the relationship last and he basically told me that his longest relationship in his whole life was basically like four months and i'm like bro you're like 30 something four months four f <laughs> out of your whole life four months jeez talk about commitment issues yo <laughs> and most men i do find they're all about like oh i don't want like serious relationship i just want like you know a pretty lady next to me and just like have fun um yeah no had to close the window because it just freaking opened randomly um perks of great house eh so yeah the dudes here they, they just have the commitment issues they just I know that like there's a like a saying that um, females have to grow up mentally faster than men, and I can see that a lot in here. Genuinely, I do. <laughs> it's very common. Um, and I even like told my little sister that she was like she was trying to kind of like get on and date this eighteen year old guy, and just like maybe a few days back or something, uh, she told me that he forgot her age and he thought that she's like 16, 17 and she reminded him that she's 14. And all that, like, the thought pattern of having a relationship with her and dating her just, like, evaporated. And I was like, ah, he finally understood. <laughs> the dum-dum actually had some brain cells good um but yeah like dudes genuinely no no and like other men that like want relationship they sound like um low level tyrant type of people because they're like oh like i'm the man you're the woman you have to be in the kitchen like the fuck 
you know, like straight up, like setting kind of like, this is what you got to do. This is where you got to be. Don't talk to anybody else. Like, bro, how many insecurities have you got? <laughs> like judging from what you're saying, a list that there's a list of insecurities and mental issues you've got there. No. And sadly, it's kind of like most of dudes around here are like that. And the ones that have more or less decent brains, they do not want any relationship because they do understand a relationship is like a serious commitment, which takes like, you know, time, effort, like working together and stuff like that. That's why just dudes do not want relationships here either. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're not into that yet. And, um, Whenever I try to explain this whole ordeal to my nan or my mother, they're like, but there's like single guys out there. So, like, it's like, darlings, you have been trying to hook me up with some weirdos. And like, I'm a pretty good judge of character, but those motherfuckers, hell nah. Like, <laughs> I'd rather become a nun than go that way. Um, and apparently that's, that's something offensive to say to my both grandparents and my mother. <laughs> and only my dad took it as like a good joke. <laughs> He's like, I've seen the man, I get you. Um, it was kind of also funny how, um, when I spoke to my dad, when I saw him, he dissed my ex like there's no tomorrow and i enjoyed every bit of it i was like whoa you actually understand now i'm so glad it happened <laughs> and uh, we both kind of saw uh kind of like similar patterns to like our fuck-ups in relationships because we have a similar trait to how we fuck it up and apparently we both like to take upon ourselves more and then like the person we're with kind of gets used to us like taking upon ourselves so much that they think that they can drop like freaking anything and everything on top of us uh which leads to being exhausted freaking stressed anxious and overworked so we're both like like now my dad is like yeah i just kind of like want like he's single also, and he's saying that, yeah, I kind of want a relationship, but, like, I know what I want. And I don't want any of, like, you know, <laughs> none of that. And I was like, see? <laughs> so, in the sense, we're both kind of, like, looking for uh, being open to relationship, but, like, not settling for, like, something small. And we have our expectations and, like, ideas of how we want it to function and look like. So that's a progress, in my opinion. Um, yeah, <laughs> kind of like bonding level with dad talking about relationships and whatnot. Oof, gosh me. It's been like ages since me and my dad would sit the fuck down and talk about stuff. And it felt, it genuinely felt, felt nice, felt nice. Oh, but yeah, like I know that I should be doing more, but because like only recently I started to have some level of energy and because of me feeling sick 
and me having headaches and all that and due to the basically endless pain and like kind of like having the feeling of my head stuffed with wet cotton and genuinely not like having any energy due to like the weather and the heat and the heating here is not as as bad but the thing is that it was really hot for a period of time and then it just randomly became cold again um so it was like for like a few weeks at like 30 degrees celsius or like 32 33 and now it's back to 20 like 19 20 degrees outside and it's windy as fuck and it's chilly so yeah and there's like a bunch of rains in here finally after all the heat <laughs> yeah but then simultaneously it's getting on your nerves because like you want to do something and it's sunny but it's like really windy and chilling outside is really hard because like yeah you can get flu randomly also like it's, it's sort of re reminding me of uk weather in a way because it's sunny and it seems really warm and it's nice and if there's no wind it's boiling but the moment the wind kicks in it's freaking chilly as hell and because you're not sure if there's going to be rain or not you gotta always have like you know umbrella with yourself like a freaking trench coat and an umbrella <laughs> and a pair of sunglasses because <laughs> you've got no clue what's gonna strike today oh jeez. Also, have been having ideas of like looking through my stuff again and see if I can get rid of some stuff, because there's like a bunch of dresses for like photo shoots and whatnot. But like, I ain't got no, <laughs> I ain't got no photographers locally that I can. Um, maybe I should check out them like see like if there's any photographers locally who I can just donate a bunch of like clothing for their shoots and stuff Let's see if it like does the trick because I ain't got the camera and I ain't got the like the the means or the will to do like photography now I get the ideas sure but I'm too lazy to to do any of that like I even said to my sister that I might exploit her as a model like for like one of the ideas I got, but at the same time, I'm more likely to work with models that are not too chatty. And she's restless because of her ADHD, and it's um, and I'm just like <laughs> because of my headaches, I'm perpetually tired, and she's just too too much hype for me just too much i <laughs> like sometimes i can deal with it but sometimes i ain't got the power to and uh, even she said that sometimes i'm uh fun and interesting to talk with but sometimes i'm boring and i was like yeah because i ain't got the the, the energy for it <laughs> like, like i cannot function at a hundred percent all the time and like for a random reason like yesterday we also checked um, her human design because she was pestering me with what should we do what should we do and I was like freaking human design bitch just shut up 
let's check what you're up to. And her human design is generator. And I'm like, ah, oh, makes sense. And she's like, what are you? I'm like, I'm projector. And she's like, what's that? Explanation time. And after all of it, she's like, yeah, I know that I'm fantastic and I'm so much like hypey and I'm like, you know, so like lively and have so much to do and such a positive person and having so much energy. And I'm like, good for you. <laughs> good for you. I'm just, I'm just tired. Like, like she, she just got used to me like walking out in, in the town with her for like hours and like making it to like. 10 to 15 kilometers of walk a day for multiple days straight and she kind of got too used to it and then I said I am done and she's like why but I have energy she's like yeah just go for it <laughs> I'll just laze around and do nothing she was not happy to hear that so that's why she's not really about it yeah so life eh <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take my meds now and go piss off into, I would like to say, oblivion. They also, on a side note, I have been re watching Game of Thrones and skipping through parts and just like kind of like to do a re recap on the Game of Thrones in general. Not that I actually watch every episode like from like thoroughly, I just, I just don't. Um, Fuck off, murder of crowns of, of crows. <laughs> they're 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 up on the roof again, bastards. <sighs> now he'll hear the pitter patter of the the footsies again. Fantastic, just fantastic. It's like I, I can't even get annoyed by it. It's just just funny by this point, like in, in time. So, ugh. So I'll go and take my meds and try to get my shit together slowly. <laughs> if I have the, the purse and energy for it. And you stay safe, stay hydrated. Like, as the one great person on TikTok said, dump his ass. If he's not appreciating you, dump his ass. Um, yeah, and have fun. <laughs>